Your home and garden and vantage are taking a closer look at some of our favourite new houses. Today we're talking with Julian Waters about his Fitianga house, which he's future-proofed with the intention of this being his forever home. So Julian, thanks for um, showing us around today. Gosh, it's an amazing spot here, just a block back from the water and just a short walk into the town. Why did you want to build in Fitianga? I've been coming here for over 20 years, um, so we always like uh, diving and fishing and spending time on the coast. And so eventually I bought a house and uh, after a number of years decided it wasn't suitable and uh, got rid of that and built this one. Could you describe the house? So the house takes in a number of principles like uh, age and infirmity. So the whole house is wheelchair accessible um, so that whether it's me or someone else uh, has issues. It's also um, future proofing for environment. So it's raised for potential flooding, has enough solar to produce uh, a lot of power. And there's a water tank out the back so I can use um, water outside when there's restrictions. And also, there's a lot of automation in the house, so we're trying to use technology as much as possible. What was on the site before you started the build? So the original house was an old lockwood on top of sort of concrete blocks. So um, it was fine in summer as a beach house, but I also bought it because the plot was relatively clean. It's a big plot, 824 square metres, and so I knew it had potential for change. And it's really a social centre, so that's why it's got four big bedrooms. Not for me, I, I don't need all that, but it's because I have sort of friends and family visiting, and that's the whole point of it. Otherwise, you become a sad, lonely, old recluse, and that's not what I want. How big is it? How many rooms have you got? So the house is uh, four bedrooms, but four double, you know, proper double bedrooms rather than three in a cupboard. Um, it's all the living areas north facing. And so the other things is about um, the whole sort of flow of the, build, the house um, in terms of like out downstairs, you've got the sort of games room opens to the uh, deck and uh, a swimming pool, which has a swim jet so I can keep fit in the, it, both in the winter because it's sort of heated as well. There's a bar out there so when it's cold it uh, you can go in there um, it's easy access from the beach it's keyless entry there's a downstairs bathroom where you can get in straight from the beach the spa the pool so you don't need a key you don't need to lose stuff down at the beach and what materials have you used on the exterior so it's so, a uh, black um, sort of colour steel. Um, it was really the design from the architect. I gave her a list of uh, about two pages of A4, a Word document of all the things that were, I could think of, and then let her come up with the design, which is, I had no idea what she was going to come up with. But I, I, yeah, the black colour steel works really well. And then, of course, you've got the cedar, and that sort of offsets... The, the, the black and so it's actually quite a stunning house when you look at it. What about the interior? So the interior is really it all sort of developed from the um, splashback and so from then it became a sort of a, a deserty beachy type sort of colour scheme and so when you look into the bathroom the tiles are also sort of a nice sort of um, pale um, mottled colour the, the house is painted all one colour inside um, and so it was really just getting out all those sort of um, sort of features and then of course you've got the ghost elephant in the downstairs bathroom. So the elephant in the room, um, can you talk us through this? So 
Both of those images come from Namibia when I was travelling there, I think in about 2018. Um, and so the splashback is where the uh, red dunes from southern Africa sort of stop and you get these sort of clay sort of um, valleys in between. And so that it's just a stunning picture um, with the sort of blue to the um, red dunes to the sort of pale clay with a couple of trees the ghost elephant is in nor northern namibia natosha these big old bulls they go onto the clay pan um and or salt flat as well and cover themselves in in this sort of clay as a sunscreen and also to get rid of parasites and then they wander back into the bush in the afternoon and again it's just a stunning picture and the color fits to the rest of the house mm. The cedar in the entry runs right through into the interior hall. Is that right? And it hides a secret door? Yeah, actually, that the secret door to the garage was really the sort of builder's idea. Um, and it it's, was really quite a sort of classic sort of thing. Um, and it, it's just a sort of feature that sort of wows people because it just is such... It, the whole entrance to the house is quite dramatic particularly with the Truebridge um, pendant lights and then the floating stairs and so the first impression of people is wow what a house. So is this the first house you've built? Yes and it will be the last. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? Um, well a, I'm, I'm quite old now and the other thing is that it's it's a lot of work um, yeah, and building a house. I, I didn't have a lot of ideas about some of the sort of stuff. So it's been a combination of um, my ideas, other people's ideas, whether it's friends, the tradespeople, the builders, the architect, the electricians, the automation people. Um, and really, it's been, yeah, so a lot of stuff has ended up being stuff I'd never even thought of or even knew before I started building this. But it takes a lot of time and effort. So I don't want to do it again. Who was your architect? So Diana Blake is based down in Whangamatar and what I wanted was an architect that would come up, would listen to what I wanted and come up with something that suits me, not just a variation on, a, on one of their normal sort of themes. And um, a friend of mine, um, her house was de designed by her and she recommended her as somebody that would do exactly that. And to be fair, mm. she has done exactly that. So what was in your brief and what did you really want from the house? So light and airy, as you can see from the house, um, north facing for all the living quarters. And a lot of the stuff I sort of mentioned was quite sort of minor stuff, but it's sort of details that you sort of get to look at other people's houses, what works, what doesn't. Um, and so it was really about getting that. But the key thing was to be able to have the sort of house fit on the site and also room for that big boat shed that you saw at the back. And what about the environmental factors of building here? It has to be because it's a coastal area, high wind, high salt sort of area. They've got to build to quite high sort of standards to that. And the builders are very good. I mean, uh, Richard Warwick from Hammer, Hammer Homes, they're perfectionists in doing that. And so it was combining what they knew with what the architect knew in terms of what was required for building in, in an area which is also flood prone, hence why it's had to be raised up. How did you want the interior to feel? I like space, I like clean lines, and I like light. 
and I like natural ventilation. Mm. That's why if you notice that uh, when we go through a lot of the rooms, there's not air conditioners in every room. Mm. A lot of the cooling is by sort of fans or being able to have a good airflow through the sort of building. Um, so those are impo- things that are important to me. I, I hate being stuck in a building that's closed up and with air, you know, air conditioners, they dry the air. It's not a nice environment, particularly when you're in the beach. I see that you've used louvers. Does that help with the passive ventilation? Yes, I mean it's basically to yeah, and so you can have those sort of open and get a good airflow through through those. That yeah, you know, and even when you're not there, you don't have to close them up all the time. Gosh, this seems like a great summer home, but I can also see a big fire in the living room, as it's your house all year round. What's it like in winter? That was one of the problems with the old house. It was just too cold to live in in the winter. So key areas are about the insulation um, and also it's nice to have a, a wood-burning fire. I, do you need it? Not necessarily, but it's a nice sort of feature. I see that you've used stacking sliding doors and louvers throughout the house. They were the Vantage Metro series, weren't they? So the whole point of the stackers is that... it. Uh, you open the whole area up so it gives you good flow in and out of the house. What you don't want is sort of have a nice sort of big deck from from the main sort of living area that you, ca- that you can't just sort of walk in and out. So space is quite important. The louvre is important because they're very flexible in terms of sort of ventilation and airflow and so on. I see you've also got these enormous picture windows in the hall which go all the way to the floor. That was the architect's idea. But I, I really like it, and a lot of people like it because it just it gives you a great view of the surrounding area. Because particularly being such a sort of high house, um, you know, and it just opens a whole house up, gives you lots of sort of fresh views whenever you sort of walk around the place. So the area has a mix of classic Kiwi batch, but your house stands out with a modern, strong look. Yeah, when I first looked at the the first plans and design I looked at it and go wow I wasn't expecting anything like this at all but then the more you look at it you go actually it is really nice and it certainly and when now I used to look at it and you go it is actually a stunning house it's surprising how many people in town know this house and comment on it if they know I live there you've also used the AGP Solux e-glass is that right what I want is uh, maximum insulation um, and also in terms of how much light they let in without you know, um, giving you some sort of screening in terms of people looking in and so on. So it's, it's about looking at the products that best fit those sort of criteria. So if you were going to start all over, what would you do differently? There are a couple of things. I mean, the problem I had was this was built during um, COVID. So I'm making decisions by email or the odd photograph or phone call and so on. So it's very difficult to visualise everything. One of the things I would do, because it's such a big house, is I'd have a constant circulating hot water system because it takes 45 seconds to get the hot water to this um, kitchen tap. We're looking at other options to cut that down because it's a, a big waste of water. Um, I'd probably make the Louvre's stairs corridor um, so motorised and so on. But these are just minor things, really. The house is really very much what I wanted. What was your favourite part of the house and where do you like to spend most of your time? I suppose 
this big sort of lounge dining kitchen area and the sort of decks either side you can pick whichever way the weather's coming from you can go to the other side or where the sun's coming from and then also down with the games room the flow out to the pool particularly like yeah now it's great to go into that pool just to cool off and uh, have a good swim and then if i've been doing exercise you go in the spa and have a good massage so those are the sort of key areas for me I see you've got a boat and a big swimming pool and a spa pool, so obviously it's a house that's really set up for recreation and easy living. It is. Because I'm retired, um, recreation and um, keeping fit and healthy are what I do a lot of the time. So the house had to be designed around what I wanted as my lifestyle, and it fits my lifestyle very well. And how has the lifestyle been since retiring here? Oh, it's great because I, it's also the location was important. So I'm close to the beach, um, I'm close to the town, everything's walking, cycling distance. So you know, being outside is actually key. Being stuck inside is not, not who I would like to be. Thanks so much for talking to me today, Julian, and showing me through your home. It's been really interesting. Well, thanks for coming to visit my home, Fiona, and it's been great. Um, yeah, I've enjoyed your visit. If you want to see more of this house, visit vantage.co.nz.